So, the guy who wrote 13 Reasons Why, Jay Asher, wrote a Christmas rom-com, which obviously means I have to discuss it. So, What Light follows Sierra as her and her family move down to California for the holidays, and she meets Caleb, and obviously there is a love story, it's a Christmas rom-com. And Sierra's family owns a Christmas tree farm in Oregon, and they always go down to California to run a tree lot from Thanksgiving to Christmas. And so it's always only for a month, and that's what presents some whole challenges with this falling in love thing, because they're only down there for a month. But the book is really cute and cheesy and short and sweet, and they run a Christmas tree farm, which is so amazing, and it's just like, it's a great Christmas rom-com, so I'm so excited to discuss it. Books, TV, music, and movies. All things that make a big impact on everyone. I'm constantly gushing about my latest read to anyone who listens, so I figured I'd turn my rambling into something coherent that people will actually listen to, which means no tuning out halfway through. I'm Maya Ghosh, and this is my take. As always with the book, we are going to start with a little bit on the writing. Now, the writing is pretty simplistic and straightforward, and it's kind of weird to say because I didn't think 13 Reasons Why I was written like this. I thought, like, it was, like, quote-unquote better writing, you know? And I haven't read 13 Reasons Why since freshman year, so I can't entirely tell you, but... It just, like, it felt really simple for a guy who tackled such heavy topics and 13 Reasons Why and tackled such heavy topics in a really accessible way. It felt really simplistic in the beginning, and maybe I was just caught off guard, but it wasn't bad at all. I was just, like, in my head, I thought it would maybe be better. I don't know. It doesn't detract from the story. It's not bad. I just got surprised, which is why I had to mention it. Now, moving on to the plot, we open with Rachel and Elizabeth giving Sierra presents to take with her down to California, and it was really cute, but they give her just pictures of themselves, and I'm like, maybe, like, give her group pictures or pictures of the two of them. Like, it was a little weird to be like, oh, here, just have a picture of me when you go down to California, you know? And then we go down to California, and we see Sierra and Heather planting the tree at Cardinals Park, and Heather's all, I'm going to set you up this Christmas, you need to fall in love, and Sierra is not having it, and she's like, I don't need to fall in love, I only have a month here, and then we see Sierra helping out at the tree lot, and she makes a makeshift peppermint mocha, which is really fun, because I make makeshift mochas all the time with coffee and hot chocolate, and so seeing her do it and then stir it with a candy cane was really fun, and then we love that Sierra instantly changes her tune on having a relationship this month that she's in California as soon as she meets Caleb and like before she even really has a conversation with him she just says a couple words to him and she sees him and she's like okay sign me up for this like Christmas fling thing because Caleb is hot and then obviously she tells Heather and Heather's all uh he's like the one guy you can't fall for because here's this rumor that Caleb went after his sister with a knife and I applaud Sierra for the way that she handled that because she didn't immediately write Caleb off and she's like, that's a rumor, I need to find out if it's true or not. But she also was still cautious and she's like, even though it's a rumor, there could be truth to it and I need to be careful around this guy, which I appreciated. And then 
Caleb comes back and it's kind of awkward and I hate that even though she was trying to like have an open mind about it it was still really awkward and then we see Caleb at the other tree lot later and it's finally like a cuter interaction but she's all like oh his smile didn't reach his dimples or whatever and like it still is like awkward and he's all like so you know about the rumor and she's like yeah somebody told me and obviously he's not gonna just up and tell her the truth right away and she you know can't help her like reaction and stuff which sucks and then we see sierra and heather go to breakfast at the diner that caleb works at and we see the little girls thank him for the christmas tree which is how we learn that caleb buys christmas trees with his tips to give to families who can't afford them and then heather makes some comment about sierra obviously flirting with him the whole time and sierra's like i have not been obviously flirting and then she does and she's all yeah that was me obviously flirting with him and stuff and i love that without asking uh caleb gets her coffee right when he brings it out which is really fun and then caleb coming by to the true lot and i'm gonna be saying a lot that a lot um this episode because caleb keeps swinging by the tree lot because that's always where sierra is um but he comes by the tree lot and sierra gives him the comb and he steals the cookies that the customer brought for her and just the fact that he didn't even come for a tree he came just to see her because he's all oh yeah i don't have enough money for a tree right now i just came to talk to you which was really cute and then sierra finally gets to go on a tree delivery with him and this is where we get the origin story of the trees at cardinal's peak which was really cute and i love that she has that tradition with heather and they always go up and they plant the tree and they have their own little christmas tree farm which is fun and then caleb swings by the tree lot and andrew confronts him which like fuck andrew and i'm gonna be saying fuck andrew a lot this episode too because like fuck andrew um, and then I love that Sierra confronts Andrew and she's like, why the hell are you talking to Caleb? Why are you trying to ruin my life? Like, fuck off. Obviously she doesn't say that, but that's the gist of what she says. And then we go to the Christmas parade and Caleb's friends do commentary on the whole parade, which I love because I do commentary on a lot of things in my life in my head. And then Sierra gets the vague version of what happened to Caleb and his sister, which we appreciate that he's opening up more and is able to talk to her. And even if it's a vague version, he gives her a version, which we appreciate. And then I love that after she sees his friends do the Christmas parade commentary, she does Christmas tree lot commentary and then makes cookies to bring on a tree delivery and then goes to the diner and Caleb finally tells her what happened about the divorce and how his parents were not working together and how he wanted his sister to stay with him and his mom because his dad was the one that walked out on them and then she was like we need to stay with dad because dad's falling apart and so then he grabbed the knife and ran after her and just stabbed it into her door a bunch which like he was in like eighth grade or something and yes he shouldn't have done that but it's not fair really that this has haunted him through his senior year of high school because or his junior year they're not even seniors his junior year of high school because it was so long ago and it was one mistake and it was one mistake fueled by a lot of fucking shit like his parents divorce and his sister not being happy and like there was a lot surrounding it and so it's like it sucked that this was the defining moment in his life that happened so long ago you know and then we see sierra going to school with heather and talking to jeremiah about Caleb and then her and Heather go shopping with Devin and try to get Devin to pay attention to Heather and then they take pictures with the Santa 
and Caleb is there this whole time and Caleb and Sierra have this argument about long distance which thank god turns into this like nice good bonding moment and Sierra agrees to meet his mom and his sister which is really cute but then because she's going to meet his mom and his sister she can't go see Rachel in the play which I support because right she's only down there for a month rather than other months of the year she's with Rachel and Elizabeth and she gets to hang out with them and this is her one month of special time with Heather and now with another guy and she doesn't lie about it which like I obviously appreciate that she's being honest and that it's not like something that they find out later on and they're super pissed at her but if I was her I totally would have been like oh yeah my parents said I can't take the train by myself up to Oregon to then come back down and that is why I'm not coming and I wouldn't say anything about Caleb Maybe that makes me a worse person than Sierra, but that's really what I would do. And then we are in the grocery store with Caleb, and we have the confrontation with Jeremiah and his whole family. And then the next day, Jeremiah and his sister come by and buy a tree, and she tries to have another conversation with him, but it really goes nowhere. And then we talk everything out with her parents for the first time. We'll get back to her talking everything out with her parents. Um, But she talks everything out with her parents, and... She has to have this conversation with her parents because fucking Andrew tells her parents all the fucking rumors. And I'm like, if you don't know the rumors, why are you fucking... Like, obviously, Andrew's, like, a bitch and has to, you know, tell them and be this thorn in her side or whatever, right? But, like, it just... It was very annoying that she had to have this whole long-ass conversation with her parents. And then she finally gets her parents on board. And I hate that their only excuse after she's all like look this is what happened and like it's not a big deal is that they don't want her to get hurt like it's such bs first of all her parents met on that tree lot so they shouldn't be able to say shit and second of all i understand wanting to protect your child from getting hurt but this is what being a teenager is about it's about falling in love and having adventures and making mistakes and you don't know that it's gonna eventually lead to hurt maybe they could make it maybe they could make it a good six months before something happens and you're taking away six months of happiness because you think she's gonna get hurt like it's such bs and she's not 14 either it's not like she's 14 and you know she's too young to have a serious relationship i mean some would argue that 16 is too young to have a serious relationship but it's old enough to like actually do this and this is a book world so 16 is as good as 18 anyways and like her parents whole argument about this relationship is such bs and then we see sierra have to confront andrew again and then caleb is there and thank god it doesn't get out of control and then we go to dinner with caleb's mom and his sister abby and it's like really good and she's really connecting with them until Caleb for no reason fucking flips shit and pulls her out of there and it's all like I can't do this and drops her off and I'm like what the fuck are you doing like why do you do that it was going super well why are you being the one that gets weirded out about this and then you know two minutes later we see the apology voicemail which was really really cute and I appreciated the apology voicemail it was just like this was the start of a pattern where like one of them flipped shit for no reason and then like apologizing and back to normal is totally fine like they don't like they do this so much i don't know and then we walk with caleb to church and you know talk some shit out on the walk and then we get to church and abby's all by the way sierra like my brother likes you like really really likes you which was cool and then sierra calls elizabeth and smooths it all over with the whole not going to see Rachel on the play thing. And then <laughs> I love 
I very much so love that Sierra's dad asked Andrew to apologize to Sierra because of the way he acted about the Caleb situation where it totally wasn't his place to step in. And instead of apologizing, Andrew just fucking up and quits. Like, I'm very glad Sierra did, never did anything with him, even though he showed interest in her. And I'm very glad that even when he tried to apologize about, like, just leaving the note and he was like, oh, I should have done something more. She was like, look, it's not really your concern. And then he just up and fucking quits because he doesn't want to apologize. Like, he, he's just such a dick. And I was very happy he quit and he was, like, out of the picture. And then we bake cookies at Caleb's and Jeremiah shows up and is like, look, I'm here and I'm trying to patch things up. And so Sierra leaves so that they can have some time together, which is really cute. And then Caleb finding out that his Christmas gift is a trampoline. And so him and Sierra are jumping around on the trampoline and then they stargaze and then they have their whole shock battle. And the first kiss, which like fucking finally it took them a million years to have their first kiss especially because it's so antithetical to like what this is this is a fling this whole book takes place in the course of a month right and so you would think that their first kiss happens pretty damn soon and that they are moving into things and it's that whole rush of like puppy love and like they're just all over each other and like can't get away from each other and stuff right but it's like it's a weird like slow burn in a month time period because it takes them so fucking long to have their first kiss and then she has this whole amazing night with him and comes home and her dad is all this has to end and I'm like what the fuck like I thought we went through this already I thought we had this conversation I thought we cleared up all the rumors I thought she was all it's my decision to make and you can't be worried about me getting hurt and they I thought her parents got fucking on board and then they're all like this has to end like you're getting too serious like I just her parents make no fucking sense because they come to this decision and they have this discussion as a family and then two days later they're all like by the way this has to end sorry your conversation doesn't matter anymore like they just has to fucking end it's so stupid and then she's either calling or texting Rachel and Rachel's all give me two days and I can pull off a Christmas miracle and then Caleb comes by and gives her the ugly hat and Sierra's mom is all by the way we might not be coming back next year which Sierra failed to tell him because it was not a set plan and so she didn't want to worry him which like she has every right to I mean she needed to tell him before the end of the holiday but like she has every right to not tell him if it's not a set plan and then Caleb just fucking walks out because her mom's like you need to leave now and so then he just walks out and it was just like this whole mess and I was crying and I was like what the fuck like why is this happening it feels like their relationship is crashing down and then the tree cutting and the ticket to the dance show up after they broke up which really fucking sucked and then sierra and her dad talk it through again because once wasn't fucking enough and we have to have this conversation another time which is so stupid like why do they have to have this conversation multiple times and then she calls caleb and he shows up and everything's all magically better again right like they don't have a conversation about why didn't you tell me or you know are you seriously not coming back? Like, they don't have conversations. That's, I think, what I'm annoyed about, right? I was trying to get to this point earlier is, like, it's not like they apologize and they have a conversation and they work it out and they realize why they're wrong and they, like, talk through things and understand each other and whatever. It's just, like, as soon as somebody issues an apology, it's back, magically back to normal, which should not be how it works because you're going to just keep falling in this pattern of, like, doing something stupid and breaking up and making up and then not actually talking about why you broke up in the first place and why you had this issue and it's like a little annoying you know and then it is really cool that her parents donated a Christmas tree 
to the cause and then we hike Cardinal's Peak with Caleb and we learned that her first fucking tree cut was cut down by some idiot and that really 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 sucked and I hated that the first tree was cut down and then we go to dinner Sierra and her parents go to dinner where Caleb works and her parents are there and like he's working and waiting on them which is fun and then Luis and all the baseball guys buy a tree for Caleb which we really love and Abby helps out on Christmas Eve at the lot and then Sierra gets her uncle's truck for Christmas and I'm very jealous because I really want a car and then uh, they have the tradition Sierra and her parents of watching the Grinch on Christmas Eve which obviously I love the Grinch is my favorite Christmas movie to ever exist ever and my three episodes of the week of Christmas are going to be all the three different variations of the Grinch that have been um, released in the world ever. And I'm very excited to do that. And then we go to the candlelit mass with Caleb and they go outside. And so instead of seeing the candlelit mass, they share this one really cute, perfect moment. But also like watch the fucking mass. Like it was just, it was a little weird, you know, like it's cute that they share this moment, but then also like watch the candlelit ceremony too like should have just stayed in the back so you could have your moment and i don't know anyways then it's christmas morning and heather has a ticket to see sierra for spring break which was really fun and we give caleb the first tree cutting and he realizes how much that means to her and that's really cool and caleb gives her the tree cutting from the first cardinal's peak tree which makes the fact that the first cardinal's peak tree was cut down a little better because you know he gives her the cutting and she gets to keep it when she was giving up her cutting for him and then he gives her the duck necklace which i was a little like why are you giving her a duck necklace and then he's all because it's another thing we wait to fly south for the winter and then i was like it dawned on me and that was really cute and he put a lot of thought into that and like it, it was it was really good you know like that moment i was like oh Yes, like that might have been one of my favorite moments in this book. Just like the simple way and the way it's like not something that's very romantic, but he turned it into something really romantic. And then we are at the lot with her parents and then Caleb lights up the Cardinal's Peak trees. So Jeremiah drives her up there and she gives him the ticket to her winter ball and as all, will you be my date? And he's like, yes, I'll be your date anywhere. And they say that they love each other which feels a little forced or not forced but quick because it's only been a month but also like you know they say that they love each other and they're dancing by the trees and it just it ended with them dancing to this most wonderful time of the year by the trees up there it was just it was really cute and so to wrap up this episode this book is so fucking adorable like it's cute and Christmassy and everything I love and need in a Christmas rom-com and I read it and loved it freshman year and I read it and loved it now and it's amazing and perfect and yes Sierra and Caleb don't really work out their issues it just kind of magically patches itself together whenever they have an issue so that might be something that they need to work on in the future if they're gonna you know be a long-term couple especially being a long distance couple but for the fact that it takes place in a month and they're young and it's just cute like I love it so yeah I have been Maya Ghosh and this has been my take on What Light by Jay Asher thanks for listening so we're kind of a one-woman show here at my take so the credits are not going to be very long this podcast is produced and edited um 
by me. I do all of my own social media. The only person I really have to thank is one of my great friends, Paris, who did the music that is in the intro and that you're listening to now. So thank you, Paris, and thank you all for listening. You can reach me at underscore my take on Twitter and Instagram. And please leave a rate or review wherever you listen to this podcast. That helps a ton. So yeah, thanks for listening.